You're now listening to the Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and this is where we bring you the week's news in bite-sized portions. On the front page of this week's Limerick Post newspaper, a Limerick toddler tested positive for coronavirus. David Raleigh reports that the parents of a two-year-old Limerick boy who tested positive for COVID-19 have warned people to heed medical advice about the virus and to stay indoors to stop it spreading. Little Jace Lyons received a positive result for coronavirus last Friday, six days after being tested for the potentially deadly disease. His parents are urging others to observe social distancing and to self-isolate as if they had the virus, saying, lads, take this serious. When it hits your own doorsteps, you won't be happy. Keep your kids inside and stay safe. And in page four of this week's paper, David Raleigh reports again that the HSE are keeping silent over plans for COVID-19 facility at the Cleves site. The HSE is refusing to comment on the purpose of a temporary structure currently under construction in Limerick City as part of its COVID-19 preparedness plans. The former Cleves Toffee Factory site on O'Callaghan Strand is owned by Limerick City and County Council and construction activity got underway on Monday. The crane was used to deliver large prefabricated sections of the structure to the site and construction workers quickly began assembling the structure. You can read that full story on page 4 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper. And on page 6 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper, Bernie English writes, Funeral restrictions have left grieving families bereft. Jerry Griffin has been 45 years in the funeral business and has rarely had to refuse requests from a bereaved family. But the director of Griffin's Funeral Home in Pennywell says these are the most trying times he has seen for families who are grieving. Because of the COVID-19 regulations regarding public gatherings, the traditional way in which Irish people sympathise and support grieving families has utterly changed. Funerals are now family only. People who want to send condolences can still do so, but we don't have the gatherings of people coming to the funeral home for the repose, Jerry told the Limerick Post. You can read that full story on page 6 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper. In other news, a national fundraiser to help feed our heroes has raised more than €550,000 in just two weeks. Feed the Heroes, a national fundraising effort set up two weeks ago to raise money to provide Ireland's critical frontline workers with nutritious meals as they front Ireland's response to the COVID-19 emergency, has raised more than €550,000, delivering more than 18,500 meals nationwide. Feed the Heroes partners with restaurants and takeaways, caterers and commercial kitchens to prepare and deliver the meals and coordinates with the frontline teams to ensure they get to where they are needed. So far, meals have been delivered to staff at the COVID-19 testing centres, HSE contact tracing and National Ambulance Service and the Fire Brigade, as well as hospital workers. And Feed the Heroes Fund founder, Keno Flaherty, had this to say. This is a team effort. There's now 20 people volunteering their time and expertise to Feed the Heroes to make sure that we are able to coordinate that level of response to and what is effectively an emergency response within our healthcare system. It really wouldn't be possible to do what we're doing without the support of the Irish public who have made it abundantly clear that this is something they fundamentally want to see happen and that they are expressing in as loud a voice as possible their appreciation and solidarity with the people manning the frontline response. For everyone who's supporting us, whether it is emotionally or monetarily, we thank them. This whole movement has become a national solidarity response to show people working on the testing centres, the contact tracers, the paramedics, the doctors, the nurses, the GPs, the pharmacists, and all of the admin and clerical support staff that we are with them. And so everyone who's with us I want to say uh, an enormous thank you. It's been a, a, an absolute privilege to have your trust placed in us and we take that responsibility incredibly seriously. Yeah, we are absolutely open 
for any of that support through feedtheheroes.com and everybody's donation is is put to good use and we are incredibly grateful for it. And in this week's Limerick Post show, Megan Scully's big interview is with Fiona Doyle, a stylist who talks about colour analysis. But she also caught up with Carl Daly from Humanly all about his company. See, 2020 started off as a big special year for you because you started up your new company, Humanly. So can you tell us yeah. first of all about Humanly and what exactly you're doing? Yeah, look, it's an idea I had for a while. Um, I, I, I'm 30 odd years in financial services. Um, left my, sold out of my company there last year and came up with this idea. Worked with a branding company to create Humanly. So the idea in a nutshell is... Um, lots of companies are doing corporate social responsibility out there. So getting involved with charities, trying to help people in the community, um, that's going on the whole time. But apparently, a lot of them are struggling. They're not getting return on it. They're not really getting involved in the things they want to get involved in. They're doing it at the end of the year just to get involved and do something. People in companies are very, very busy with their day jobs. So trying to find somebody even to take on CSR is difficult. So what Humanly is hoping to do is sit in the middle between the companies and the charities. And two parts of the job would be, Megan, one would be to go and talk to the companies, tease out what they're trying to do, uh, talk them to a process that we've developed, and maybe come up, with, come up with ideas on social impact that they want to get involved in. It could be volunteering hours, it could be events, uh, it could be just helping charities. And we'll facilitate that and put a, put a program in place for them. On the other side then, I've been talking to lots and lots of charities, and the struggle that charities have are, I suppose, number one, looking for help, asking for money. And one of the big things that has come up is that um, some of them don't have their corporate and their compliance side up to speed. And the issue there is that if a charity is not up to speed, bigger companies won't deal with them. They just won't deal with them. So what we're trying to do is help them on that side as well, get them up to a certain standard so that it opens more doors for them. So look, at that's where, that's the idea in a nutshell, We've developed a whole brand with Frawley, um, and that's where the humanly name came from. So it's exciting, it's interesting. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm at a stage at the moment where the changes haven't really affected me um, because a lot of the presentations I've been doing, it's we've, we've put a whole deck together, um, a presentation deck, and I can do it online anyway. And I, I've been doing that over the last, the last two or three weeks now. I've been presenting and presenting and presenting to get used to it and using different people to, to sit on the other side and listen to what I'm saying. So it's all going pretty well. It's interesting, interesting times ahead. It sounds pretty incredible. So are, are you kind of using maybe this time to kind of do more research and kind of do more, as you said, online work? Um, so as you said, it didn't really affect you as much. And are you finding that, you know, you're able to kind of communicate with companies now probably, not not not, not so much easier, but instead of having to arrange coffee meetings and calling over to them, you can reach out to them now across the internet. Yeah, this is the point. Um, like I'm very much, as you probably know yourself, I'm very much a people person. I like going out to meet people. I like having the cup of coffee. I like the physical, you know, part of that. But we can't do that, unfortunately. So a couple of things I've been doing is, yeah, is the deck that we've uh, created, I'm trying to get familiar with that. So what I've been doing is I've been talking to friends and people, uh, contacts and companies and saying, look, can I introduce Humanly to you? Can we do it through Zoom? Can we do it through Google Hangouts? Whatever system the person has. So I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. And it's actually, it's, it's actually good fun. Um, it's interesting. It's good fun. I'm getting feedback from people. Um, I'm asking people for, to be honest with me, if there's something that's confusing and they don't see on the deck or 
uh, something is missing, they're giving me points. So I'm doing lots of learning, taking lots of notes as we're going through the presentations. Um, I suppose look at it, you know you got to be you got to be conscious of what's going on out there. Um, people have challenges. I've, I had a conversation just before you this morning with somebody else who's in the kind of mentoring and coaching side, and he's had tons of meetings and tons of uh, business just cancelled. Uh, yeah. But, but what's happening is that people are becoming used to the new norm, and he's starting to get people coming back on board now. They're saying, look, well, look, let's let's try and do the meeting through one of these. Um, internet systems and see how it works. So people, people are adapting and getting used to this. I even had, uh, I think there was a comment somewhere, maybe on Twitter yesterday, where they think this could become the new norm. They made a comment about why would you get into a car and drive for two hours to Dublin just to meet somebody to, to do a presentation and then drive down home again. Why not use this? Now look at, I can see where this fits. I'd be afraid it would become the new norm because again, as I said to you, there's nothing better than you know, meeting somebody in a coffee shop or a cafe or whatever, having your cup of coffee in your chat. You can't beat that. You never replicate that, in my opinion. But I suppose this is the next best. But in, look, at it, another point I'd make to you in relation to humanly, somebody asked me about, you know, the difficulty, maybe this is one of your questions, the difficulty of starting a new business after what's happened. But if you think about it, lots of people are struggling out there you, me, other people that can, I suppose, get up in the morning and do our day jobs. You know, we're still, we're finding it difficult. But can you imagine people that are, you know, homeless people, uh, people out in the refuge, you know, the, the out in, in Milik in the refuge camps, um, living living out there, um, people with mental health issues, um, not been allowed the freedom to do things or, you know, so they're struggling. So I actually think there is space for me to talk to companies and maybe do quick fixes even now and um, we have one or two ideas actually ongoing at the moment that, that might come to fruition fairly quickly so um i think this could be an opportune time and i, and I need to be it, it's not i'm not talking about humanly and me trying to make money what i'm talking about is maybe getting the company up and running uh showing what we can do and maybe helping somebody in this particular situation so um, watch this space on that. Hopefully there'll be something coming out. So that's it for this week's Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt. For more art, sports, entertainment and much, much more, you can visit limerickpost.ie. And to keep up to date with all Limerick news, you can follow the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels. We really are keeping Limerick posted. <laughs>